0: This week at Macy's, get an extra 25% off the season's latest styles with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great savings, like 20 to 50% off Inc., DKNY, Clubroom, and more of your favorite designers for him and her. Get 30% off one pair, 40% off two pairs of boots, shoes, and booties. And prep your kitchen with 20 to 50% off roasting pans, cookware, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards faster during Star Money Bonus Days, now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply. This week at Macy's, get an extra 25% off the season's latest styles with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great savings, like 20 to 50% off ink, DKNY, clubroom, and more of your favorite designers for him and her. Get 30% off one pair, 40% off two pairs of boots, shoes, and booties. And prep your kitchen with 20 to 50% off roasting pans, cookware, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards faster during Star Money Bonus Days, now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
1: Oh, I'm sorry. Did I break your concentration?
0: Somewhere between science and superstition.
1: We have
0: such
2: sights to show you. Welcome to a very special Eon short. Oh,
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
3: You got this, Kelly.
2: Welcome to another episode of Strange Eons Radio, a short Eons episode. That's Eric Margaret way over there. Hello. That's Vanessa Williams way over there.
3: Top of the day to (laughs) you.
2: I'm Kelly.
0: This week at Macy's, get an extra 25% off the season's latest styles with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great savings, like 20-50% to 50% off ink, DKNY, clubroom, and more of your favorite designers for him and her. Get 30% off one pair, 40% off two pairs of boots, shoes, and booties. And prep your kitchen with 20-50% to 50% off roasting pans, cookware, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards faster during Star Money Bonus Days, now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.
2: <laughs> boy this one is going to be hard to get through uh, the whole point of these episodes is to give you guys something during the week to listen to and maybe get an idea of something else you could be watching because uh, everyone's stuck in their home i'm wondering once we um once we get let back out are we even going to bother doing, doing these kind of episodes anymore the shorty ends yeah,
3: we'll have maybe to see occasionally yeah. it seems like
2: i mean right now everybody wants more content but it seems like yeah. a way to get people really tired of you really quickly
3: <laughs> yeah i think right now nobody has anything to do so it's like oh three days a week we get to look at these weirdos talk about films that's great and then when they have a busy life they'll be like oh why do they keep putting this stuff out
2: right Jesus. unsubscribe yeah.
3: Yeah. Please don't unsubscribe.
2: (laughs) All right, guys, we got to take a tiny little break. We will come right back and we will be giving you our uh, quick picks for stuff you can watch. Nine Lives presents Morris. The castle's almost finished, Your Majesty.
1: Good. Reserve the dungeon for yourself.
2: Here's the enchanted tower.
1: This is her second childhood today.
2: Hungry, Morris?
1: Lower the drawbridge. I'm leaving.
2: Don't be finicky. There's Nine Lives. Bark.
1: The sea winds bring a message. Liver and chicken, savory stew. Nine Lives savory stew. Mm. Nine Lives, nutritious foods cats really like. Even Morris.
2: Only fit for a king, Nine Lives. <laughs> Hey, you guys, my pick this week is kind of um, kind of groovy. I think it's being overlooked probably by even the two of you. Ooh. And that is Kingdom on Netflix. <laughs> 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 Um, the Korean zombie period piece.
3: I have had that recommended to me literally this week. And I thought it was just some dumb, like medieval, like, show and uh, which I'm not usually a fan of so I completely ignored it because I was like ah sounds like a period piece don't oh, care
2: it is a period piece but it is in the middle of a zombie outbreak and it is really fucking cool because there's two seasons it's got a rotten tomato of 93% by the critics and 97% by the audience so Whoa. don't just take my word for it the people who are watching this love it and it's um, it's you know it's dawn of the dead with fast zombies except it's set in 17th century Korea it's got a ton of political stuff going on so while this is happening there's all of this political intrigue because they're trying to figure out what's going on with the king and they've got a um a queen who's pregnant but we're not sure that she actually is pregnant and we're not sure that she's even human so (laughs) So there's some really cool stuff going on. in it. I just finished the second season. And I think it might be just the two seasons and done because this wrapped up pretty tightly. But there was a one, like a 12 second thing at the end where you saw something and you're like, oh, shit, I guess they could go another season if they wanted to. (laughs) It's really cool. Um, Do not watch the dubbed version. Watch the subtitled version. It's well worth it because the acting is really, really solid.
3: Awesome. Oh, my gosh. Crown meets Zombies.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
3: <laughs> or just game of thrones beats zombies and asia
2: well it's really it's interesting because it's um you know it's this zombie outbreak and everything and so people are acting the way that they do in all the zombie films we've seen except that the only weapons they have now are swords and bows and arrows and stuff like
3: that so I was it's gonna ask does it feel like a samurai like film does it feel almost like a kung fu movie in some ways um or-
2: well i mean the, that's the the culture you know is not yeah. exactly japanese but it mm-hmm. feels like a feudal japan culture but that's not i don't want to say that it feels that way it feels more like a period piece wow. that just happens to have zombies going crazy and the zombies are scary these zombies are fucking creepier than shit all right next
3: all right um should i go or do you want to go eric sure. okay, okay so um i found a really random show i think amazon just like popped up a recommendation for me i never heard of it it's called in the flesh i was living in a devil town
2: didn't know it was a devil town
1: what are you he's a bit different looking but he's still the same
0: Do not go gentle into that good night. Rage, rage against the dying of the light.
1: We're living in a world where real monsters exist. They are not your neighbours, not your friends. They are imposters, changelings of the
2: highest order. I don't feel ready. But that's why they say I am ready. Because I'm feeling. For the
3: undead, life begins again the flesh, on BBC Three. I am a partially
0: deceased syndrome sufferer. What I did in my untreated state was not my fault. In England, the dead aren't just rising from the grave;
2: they're returning home. You, Last time I saw your wife, she was in a casket. In the flesh.
3: my heart and hope to die it's uh actually only got two seasons came out in 2013 it's british as hell <laughs> and um it's yet another much like Zomboats. <laughs> boats hold on stand by okay so, shit's going down like, okay, no somewhere <laughs> Oof. okay so it's very British and it's got a little bit of that kind of zombo feel to it, I guess. I, ha- I still haven't seen that yet. And I'm mm. really excited about that. It's a, the, the basic premise is four years after the rising, which is giant zombie outbreak, the government releases rehabilitated undead back into society. Follow mm. Kieran Walker, a teenager from a small town in Lancashire, Lancashire, the hometown of a large resistance group, like anti-zombie resistance group. It's really, um, pretty neat. Like I like the setup of it. The first season is only three episodes and the second season I think is six. Um, so I'm just about to start the second season. It's got a lot of very British moments in it. Like he's returned home and the parents are like, no, no, everyone's excited that you're back. And then like, people are going past with like guns and like football all <laughs> zombies shirts. And then they're like, and he's like, uh, wait a minute. And they're like, would you like a cup of tea? And he's like, my internal organs will not accept that. And they're like, could you just pretend? (laughs) And so he like keeps drinking tea and then just tossing it out the window and he'll sit down to dinner and just like pretend he's eating. Uh, So you basically just have a society where a bunch of um, zombies are called PDSs, partially deceased survivors, I believe. Yeah. And they have to get daily shots. Whatever parts of them have rotted are still rotted. They're still dead. But um, they are a little bit more human than they were before unless they miss their shot in which case they go back to being a zombie. The
1: movie Fido I think it was called. I never ended up seeing Fido. Zombie.
3: Yeah. It's but it's definitely it has a it's almost like halfway between that and um, oh man what's the Scandinavian one where they all come back from the dead in the night but they're not zombies. Hmm. <laughs> I'll I'll remember at some point, but (laughs) anyway, yeah. You said the first
2: season was three episodes. Are these like those British hour and a half long episodes?
3: Um, it's at least an hour for sure. So, uh, so there's definitely like a good amount of content. Like, it's not it's not a huge commitment. Um, I think like the first season was fun enough. It covered some really interesting stuff, like the guilt he has over the people he ate. Jesus, what is happening? Somebody like broke quarantine. Watch out. Um, Yeah, it's a pretty easy, pretty easy watch. Um, Only three episodes and... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what happens at the end of season two, if there's like any kind of weird cliffhangers or if it goes in a different direction, but I like season one because it deals with things like his memories of his his final memories of the last person he ate and he has like huge amounts of guilt over it. And he keeps having flashbacks to this like supermarket scene where the whole show kind of starts off with, where is, you know, you get this girl who's, you know, grabbing cans and talking to somebody on a walkie and like, you want what? No they don't have that. Like, what are you talking about? You want like fucking chocolate and caramel. I got you chocolates. I got you caramel. You can smish them together. If you want the experience of chocolate caramels. And then all of a sudden there's things, you know, in the grocery store coming out. And one of those two zombies that attacks her is our main character. Oh, so, Yeah. So it's, it's neat. It's neat. It's, it doesn't have anyone really known behind it. Although I will say the producer, Dominic Mitchell, um, was a producer for Westworld as well. But that's kind of pretty much always done. None of the actors looked familiar to me. Just didn't see a lot. It, it just was a weird hidden gem. I have no idea why Amazon, I don't know why Amazon recommended this to me, guys. <laughs> but it was a nice little moment of like, oh, I'll put this on while I'm continuing to edit in the background. And I was like, oh, actually this is really good. So that's <laughs> cool.
1: All righty. Well, if you listen to the last ones, I did a underrated film by one of our horror masters and I've got another one this week. Uh, Dario Argento's 1987 Opera.
0: Close your eyes, you'll tear them apart. So, you'll just have to watch everything. She is the captive audience, not me on the unreversed plane. Oh, no. Evil is the true star, and no matter how hard you try, you won't be able to close your eyes. Director Dario Argento brings fear.
1: Don't leave me alone. I'm afraid.
0: Passion. Obsession. I'll take... And murder to a perfect fish.
1: This is on 2B and available probably a variety of other places, but that's the easiest. Red Tomatoes rating is 90 from critics and 79 from the audience. Wow. It's pretty highly regarded. This, and this probably stands in my head a little bigger because I believe it's the first Argento film I saw.
3: Really? I've never
1: seen this one.
3: Yeah, it's one of the few I haven't seen either. It's a, it seems, to me, seems
1: severely overlooked. It uh, stars Christine it's Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Oh, actually, no, she's Spanish. Uh, Marcelish. mainly Spanish TV and Italian TV. But Ian Charlson, who you know, even if you don't know, you know. Chariots of Fire, if you've ever seen that or advertisement, he's the guy that's lifted up on the shoulders. Mm. <laughs> and he's also in Gandhi, and he was Jefferson Brown in Greystoke. Oh, okay. I, I know Kelly know that one. Yes. And uh, Daria Nicolotti, who's in damn near every Argento film, is also a co-writer or a a writer of some kind on several of his films, including Suspiria, Deep Red, and Phenomena. Cool. And uh, I think those three films in particular are the ones you seem to hear the most about with Argento. I mean, for obvious reasons. But I think this one deserves to be right in that area. It's got all his tropes. It's got the killer with the black glove. It's got a violent scene that I've never been able to shake where a guy gets stabbed here and you see the knife go through his mouth. Wow. And I've seen that since in a few other films, but it's done so well here. It's just like, Mm. (laughs) it's horrifying. Uh, The storyline is a young opera singer gets her big chance when the previous star of a production of of Macbeth never do Macbeth (laughs) is run over by a car convinced the opera is bad luck. She accepts. (laughs) 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 Sure. And becomes the target of the psychopath. Who's uh, a man she's been dreaming of since childhood. So it's strange and twisted like Argento always is.
2: I feel like an idiot. I, I guess I always thought that this was his telling of Phantom of the Opera.
1: Yeah. Huh. No, it's just in an opera. It's got the great shots. It's got the incredible music. It's got all the stuff you expect from an Argento film is here. If you are an Italian film lover and you've just kind of missed it, or if you like Argento, mm-hmm. yeah, go check it out, especially on Tubi. It's free right now.
2: Well, all right there you guys go three very different choices to go yeah. through uh i'm looking forward to checking out opera and uh and the zombie thing i'm a little burned out on zombies even though i, sure. I did enjoy Zombot. zomboat i didn't realize when you started it that it was a comedy so i'm, I'm a little bit on board with this now
3: yeah it's so. kind of a mix between a comedy and drama it's definitely got some drama elements <laughs> it's hard to be a teenager what can i say <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, all right guys, thanks a lot. We will see you in just a couple of days with a regular episode. See yeah. you. Yeah. Bye. Our podcast is recorded at Eric's house and Vanessa's house and Kelly's house and is engineered and edited by Eric Mordrick. Our theme music is Strange Eons Part 1 by the band Nightshade and is used with permission. Find Strange Radio on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and wherever fine podcasts are found.
0: This week at Macy's, get an extra 25% off the season's latest styles with your coupon or Macy's card. That's on top of already great savings, like 20 to 50% off Inc., DKNY, Clubroom, and more of your favorite designers for him and her. Get 30% off one pair, 40% off two pairs of boots, shoes, and booties. And prep your kitchen with 20 to 50% off roasting pans, cookware, and more. Plus, Star Rewards members earn rewards faster during Star Money Bonus Days, now at Macy's. Savings off regular sale and clearance prices. Exclusions apply.